Well, let's go ahead and do it. Good morning. This is Jay Cleveland Payne, and I'm bringing to you things you might have heard for today. It's the 16th of October, 2023. What we'll have for you today is 11 stories. We kind of went overboard today. 11 stories that you deemed as conversational from the world of information, politics, current events, and pop culture. We are your go-to supplemental source for both mainstream and unconventional news, which is why you have the great mix of stories that you help us pick out every single morning for things you might have heard. Get more details about how we do this and what else we do at this is a conversation project.com and we'll explain how it all works in a bit. So we have the news coming up, the business side, and then we have quick bits on some fun stuff and we will do a big tribute uh, to a, a loss we had today. And as you see, if you're watching the video, our teaser graphic is Pete Davidson. We're kicking off with him in mere moments. Today is, of course, as I said, October the 16th, 2023. It is Monday. And so let's get into the news stories, the headlines that you deemed as conversational. You vet it for us and we pull them out in the curated edition for the news today. And the first story, as we said goes to Pete Davidson, and it's actually the opening, the season premiere of Saturday Night Live. Of course, the show ended abruptly last season with no writers. As the writer strike began, so all late-night shows went dark immediately. Uh, one of the first shows to come back are the late-night shows, because they don't have a lot of things. It's basically writers doing their own stuff, and that we have here for the Saturday Night Live. And they kicked things off with former writer, former actor, former star from it, Pete Davidson. Now, what was big about the open? It's two weeks after the attacks in Israel and the ongoing conflict. We're not calling it a war yet because that makes it big, big, big. But it's pretty bad what's going on. And Pete Davidson opened up with a serious, um, very serious uh, line uh, on talking about how you know, when he was a kid, his father died in terror attack. We all know that famous line. Uh, so he basically talked about how he didn't take sides on this thing, but basically... This is not the time for anger. This is the time for trying to figure things out. A very serious tone for his opening. And then I've not seen the, the clips of the show. All I've seen was a clip of weekday, weekday updates. So that's all I've seen from the show this week. Uh, a lot of positive vibes for the, for the show. Back this season are some of the big stars from last year, including Mickey Day, Andrew Dismukes, Chloe Feynman, Heidi Gardner, Punky Johnson, Eagle Duguin, Keenan Thompson, trying to break a record. I think I've broke that record. And Bowen Yang back for another season. This is, of course, the 50th season for Saturday Night Live. And so advertisers are trying to get lined up for this one big time. Big kickoff for the weekend. Two more stories dealing with the conflicts. Number one is Meta says it's stepping up its misinformation enforcement during Israel Hamas war. Uh, Meta is formerly known as Facebook Twitter, of course. Or, or Well, I think that's wrong. They, well, so much of that robot editor meta is facebook and what we're seeing right now is a dampening on some of the actual things being out there being put onto the social media uh expanding the enforcement of the policies against violent posts and misinformation and israel hamas war company has faced pressure from europe to stay vigilant and unmissed information uh this has come from facts that in the past meta which was facebook uh just didn't do a good job and i've been essentially blamed for a lot of the weird misinformation and a lot of the weird politics we have because basically people don't understand how to believe and think for themselves because it comes in their feed it must be true. We will see how this thing comes up. They've gone through to curate and basically fact check and get rid of many things in various ways and especially things that are in foreign languages so that people don't get confused as something that is wrong. They've removed more than 795,000 Hebrew or Arabic posts uh, that were specifically targeted to this conflict that were basically misinformation and what was going on. 
And finally, in misinformation and what's going on, let's talk about Candace Owen and Megyn Kelly, two of my favorite ladies. That, of course, in jest. Gay get into an online spat over the weekend over Israel. Let me read you a little bit about what the thing back and forth was. And as as asinine as these ladies can be in their talk, this is something I actually discussed in a quick clip I did on the on the, that I poorly uh, uh, poorly uh, did not really get into how it actually uh, that, that I uh, talked about on how people are going back and forth of what they're seeing and who the support in these cases not not so much Israel and Hamas or Israel and Palestine but the civilians in Israel and civilians in Palestine who are dealing with the war part while the war part are going on. Megan Kelly and Candace Owen got into a social media battle over whether to cancel college students who have shown support for Hamas while demonstrating against Israel. Owens said Kelly's response was disingenuous and college kids shouldn't be blacklisted over political views they expressed during their youth, which is kind of weird because Owens sort of blasts college students for the political views they express in college in their youth. That's kind of her brand. Owens actually threw around the fact that she hired many folks that worked for Black Lives Matter back in the day and to work on a charity that she had going on. And they actually provided pretty much dedicated employees to the cause. They were just good hard workers. She just basically said they were a bit misguided looking for a cause. Black Lives Matter's call to them and it was the wrong one. Now, working for other charities, it's there. Megan Kelly and Candace went back and forth on the Twitter slash X a couple times. Even calling out how they how they supposedly supported each other in the past, and now they're you know, janking at each other. This one is hopefully over because it's really dumb, dumb, dumb. But some I had to kind of throw some Candace Owen and Megan Kelly in. It's a twofer. They're both there. Very quickly, let's go over Suzanne Summers, the star of Three's Company, and Step by Step, and of course the master of thighs and butts with the thigh master and butt master. The AP News gives us this report, so check out the full length of the story. Dying at the age of 76 yesterday. Today would be her 77th birthday. In fact, yesterday, before we got the news here and put it into the feeds for your your um, review, for your approval in your engagement, uh, I was mulling over who to put in for the birthdays list for today in the extra stuff. And Susan Summers kind of got axed because there were more newer, I'll say relevant people there, uh, she was a, a trailblazer way, way back in the day. Of course, she was kicked off the show through his company for essentially saying, I want equal pay with John Ritter. And John Ritter said no. But of course, she's went on to do more things. And this, the thigh master, one of the weirdest things, but one of the biggest things she's known for, yeah, jumping in the craze of 80s infomercial stuff, Suzanne Summers has passed away at the age of 76, one day shy of 77. Let's deal with uh, the government, our government, the U.S. government. Jim Jordan makes a second bid for speaker. Now, he's trying to get a vote on the House floor on Tuesday, two days from as we record this here, uh, to get people on the record for saying who will vote for him, who will not vote for him. Now, he barely has the votes if every Republican votes for him. But since people who back Jim Jordan pushed away from Steve Scalise getting the job, people who back Steve Scalise say they're not voting for Jim Jordan. They can't get a supermajority because they basically have a four-vote kind of wiggle room to go with that because the Democrats are all going to vote for Hakeem Jeffries because they are. Uh, Jim Jordan is not looking good to get this job. We will see how it actually plays out in the future. We think if they put before a vote and actually deal with it. Meanwhile, more on work not getting done in Congress. Let's talk about George Santos, who, as the headline says, had a meltdown while holding a mystery baby. This is a bit of a deeper dive than the headline reads, but 
go to the link and check out the video of them chasing George Santos, who's having a tiff with some members, someone calling him disgusting, saying, don't talk to me, and walking around with a baby who says it could be his, maybe. Here's from the headline. On Friday, George Santos, the New York representative whose tally of alleged federal crimes is now up to 23, remember that, was spotted screaming in the hallway of a Longworth House office building. Santos was holding a two-month-old baby when this all went down. We still don't know what's going on because all the news has been focused mostly on Israel and some of this next story here. But George Santos yelling and screaming at people while holding a baby in the middle of Congress, that always gets people's attention. It got your attention. We're talking about it now. Jada Pinkett Smith says she was blamed for the slap because she, quote, helped cause a false narrative that she was an adulterous wife. There's a bunch of weird quotes in between all that statement, but this is coming from an exclusive video that Jada Pickett Smith did with Huda Kogby, uh, where she um, said she felt comfortable, confused and overwhelmed with what was going on when Steve, when the whole slap thing happened uh, with Will Smith and Chris Rock on stage at the Oscars. She revealed that Rock approached her to apologize she cannot take the apology. There's a whole lot of things going on, including what we didn't put in this weekend. Stories that popped up that, that the whole slap thing sort of started because Chris Rock tried to ask Jada Pinkett out on the, the, the talk about the open marriage and all the things going on. And of course, Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, uh, her revelation earlier, well, late last week, earlier in the weekend, that they, they being the Smiths, have not been real Smiths since 2016. For about seven years, they've essentially been separated, uh, even, even though they've played the role of the great Hollywood power couple. This is a really big thing to unpack, and it's a lot of things that are really deep and detailed, and you don't really want to, you don't really want to uh, really sort of just pile on in a situation like this. There are other situations where I will happily pile on. This one, I'm trying not to because of all the weirdness that goes into it, all the kind of hurt that is that digs up for Smith and Smith, Jada Smith and Smith, for Will and Jada, for men and women, for just families in general. So this is one we're going to keep an eye on and try to take this one at family values level, but we can't promise it will stay that way because the jokes sometimes just keep writing themselves. Speaking of relationships, T.J. Holmes has settled his divorce from Marley Freebig one year after getting public, going public with Amy Robach Romance. The lawyer for Marley Freebig has said that the divorce is over. The, the marriage from 2010 is no longer, but it is, it is done. All the paperwork, all the, the done stuff is done for Robach. I'm sorry, for Freebig and, and Holmes. Now, Robach and Holmes, they have still been holding hands and walking around and doing lovey-dovey things, even though I'm not sure one of them has a fairly stable job right now. Whatever. It's love. It's She's dealt with her divorce. He's dealt with his divorce. They can move on and do whatever they want to now in public, although they're doing it anyway. Pat McAfee defends paying Aaron Rodgers reportedly $1 million per weekly appearances. Aaron Rodgers has been a big staunch uh, supporter of Pat McAfee and actually a big supporter of the show by being on the show weekly to kind of talk about how things are going, uh, coming out of his life in Green Bay, going to the Jets and how things are going. And now as he is recuperating, so hopefully he can play Maybe in the playoffs if they make it, hopefully next season. But we're finding out that the journalist Pat McAfee is playing the role of the promoter Pat McAfee and paying Aaron Rodgers for his appearances, which is not so much a bad thing, except because it was not released ahead of time, makes it bad journalism. Pat McAfee would probably not call himself a good journalist, but do have that there. Uh, it, 
and it's not that you know he needs that much money because Aaron Rodgers has plenty of money, but getting that money for the appearances is not really necessarily a bad thing. It's just the look of being paid. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is essentially exclusive to the show because he's showing up there all the time, and he's exclusive because they're making sure he's there for paying him money. You can agree or disagree with his thoughts, his ideas, his processes, and him getting paid. We can talk about this in any form of conversation you want to uh, along with this. And finally, I know we went long with a bunch of early stuff, but we had to get in two more stories on Taylor Swift. Number one, Taylor Swift doesn't break all the records, still eats the box, box office alive. The movie for the Eras Tour concert broke uh, $39 million on Friday. Not enough to beat um, the Joker's all-time box office record for a Friday opening, but plenty of records, plenty of money made this weekend. Uh, somewhere around $94 to $97 million for the entire weekend uh, with that one. No guarantee it's going to be the the big top one over 97, which would be over, uh, of course, um, the Joker for the full weekend as well. It had 96.2, but it's going to be extremely close and it's going to tear up everybody in, in our hearts. Meanwhile, our hearts are melting as Taylor Swift reportedly says she really likes Travis Kelsey, but what she doesn't want to be is a distraction to his games. You have it. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey started casually dating, or casually seeing each other, as the words say here. In late September, they've been seen all over the place together, and she's showed up at some of his football games. But the NFL is using her because that's what they do, and people are getting all over the place and whatever, and I guess... Technically, Travis Kelsey is using her to sell some jerseys. Swift wants to say she doesn't want to be a distraction. She wants this to be a nice, romantic, and just sort of organic thing. And, of course, use Kelsey to write some songs. That last part I made up, but did I? Our apologies, errors, and omissions section. Um, we're going to do a quick talk about the New York governor who is backing a suspension of the rights to shelter as migrants are just coming into the city over and over again. Uh, coming to New York City and the entire uh, state of New York. Uh, what we're seeing is the sanctuary city sort of label of places like New York and, and other cities like that uh, being pushed to the limit as the border towns and the not so much border places like Florida, which is technically not on the border, but places. Places like that held by Republican homes are sending migrants, people who are coming across the border, people who are coming illegally to those states to be housed. It all makes sense to kind of spread the wealth, but they're just literally putting people on buses and planes, dropping off and say, show up and do something. They are taxing all resources from all of the various uh, charities talk about how San Diego can't function because all the charities are dealt with all the migrants coming in and New York is becoming a just a bastion of just so many people from so many places that the no locals can't use their services for things like gyms and, and local places because they're all being used to house people who are being sheltered. This is a story that we're keeping up with not much time although it took way too much time here in, in the omissions part to get to it but it's one that needs to be told as much as possible. Let's go to this for our teaser story. And this is where we talk about how the feeds work on the conversation project. Go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter, facebook.com slash this is a conversation project. And on Twitter or X, it's th underscore, uh, the th underscore conversation. What you do is you engage in a story. And if you engage enough in the story, we talk about the next day. On Mondays, we take the top 30 stories from the weekend and we usually pull 10. Today we pulled 11 because two Taylor Swifts were just better than one. And for the rest of the week, for your Tuesday through Friday, we'll give you eight stories every morning from the top 15. We'll be talking about this one as one of those stories. The headline reads, already out there for you to look at, ALC's admission over her Tesla purchase sparks debate online. Do as I say, not as I do. Uh, uh, 
AOC um, is an owner of an electric vehicle because she's all about green stuff. But it's a Tesla with many parts made overseas as, or as opposed to an American-made car that's an American-made owned and operated model that's an electric car. She had an interview where it's like, oh, well, you know, we're going to get a new one soon. And now, but she's basically saying, you know, do what I say. Buy yourself a nice Ford Leaf. Don't buy a Tesla because I'm AOC and that's what I said, essentially. If you want to debate this one or not debate or, or you know, basically stand up for uh, Miss Artesio Cortez, uh, talk to me in the comments. Make sure you engage the story and bring it high enough so we can talk about it tomorrow. We'll have it in headlines. If it's one of the top 15, I'm pretty sure it'll be one of the eight. Today, we're going to talk about AppSumo as our sponsor we're going to spotlight. AppSumo is a website that allows you to buy various apps for your work, your productivity, to get you to get the stuff done better. And they have great deals, deals like Lifetime. You pay this amount of money, you get it forever. Lifetime deals are a boon for people who are trying to get into deals. The The creator of AppSumo, Noah Kagan, had an idea of getting great tips on great different tools early on in, in the web game. And one of them just, you know, find a way to share the wealth. So he basically offered up many places who were offering these great deals uh, in lifetime deals for people and saying, I can guarantee you this many hits. So you can get a big influx of cash. And that's how they do it. Many brand new things to the market are there. Many things that are competing with some of the established ones who need a break are out there. And as I say, very, very inexpensive opening deals, most of them lifetime. Things like Dropbox and uh, um, Evernote are some of the tools that began life at AppSumo. At least with partnerships with AppSumo. And some people are living the life of having those things forever for the price of the cost of whatever it was. Check it out at this. It's a conversationproject.com slash AppSumo. This is a conversationproject.com slash AppSumo. Tell Uncle Noma that we said hi. This is an affiliate link, so we get a little bit of cheddar back when you buy from AppSumo. But it costs you nothing extra. We're just a concierge to bring you into the shop. The Conversation Project lives online at this is a conversationproject.com. As we already talk about the feeds, that's how you tell us what to talk about every single weekday morning, all the time for all of our stuff. Uh, go to Facebook or Twitter and engage in the stories so we know what stories to chat up here and these things here. Go to your email machine and email us at the conversation inbox at gmail.com. That's a way so we can get some feedback what's going on. Real feedback comes from our partners. Our partners let us know what's going well and what's not going well because they're literally working with us together. So go to our website, thisisaconversationproject.com. See all, you, see all you can see about how you can find us in video, audio, and clip form. And, of course, visit the partnerships page and see if there's ways that we can work together to make this a better place. That is the Conversation Project. Very quickly, we're going to go to the fun stuff and give you the deets on things that you might have missed. Birthday wishes going out to Flea, the basis for Red Hot Chili Peppers, turning 61 years old on the day. A bit of my um, age, showing my Gen X getting real, real old as he's in his 60s, and I'm not that far off. Today's history lesson goes to 1793. On this 16th of October, Marie Antoinette was beheaded during the French Revolution. This was the day where off with her head came after the let them eat cake thing. Let them eat cake was a thing she actually did say. And today's celebration is Dictionary Day. Did not know there was a Dictionary Day. Well, guess what? There is a day that is out there to celebrate the dictionary. You may think that may be an old-timey thing because, you know, you can Google everything. But dictionaries have their place, and dictionaries are there for you, always. 
even on the Google. So check it out. Celebrate Dictionary Day. Let's show your love of words for the world to see. With that, show your love for me by giving me some likes and, and making sure you're subscribing to this wherever you are. I am Jay Cleveland Payne, and this has been Things You Might Have Heard for Monday, October the 16th, 2023. Thank you for being a part of the family. Follow us on the feed so you can tell me what to talk about tomorrow. Email me so you can tell me what I should not do tomorrow. Maybe I should put the jacket suit back on like I had on the weekend. Looking kind of snazzy, I think. And, of course, uh, check out the partnerships page and see there's ways that we can work together to make this thing a better place for you and me and all the folks in the internets who are conversating. Stay hydrated, stay limber, and on task for all the grand things you are here on the earth to get done because the earth needs you, the people need you, we need you. And with that, we're saying an adieu for this Monday, wrapping up with stories already there for you to engage in right now and all day long, every 50 minutes on the feeds. Check them out. Give me my words to talk about for the Conversation Project. Love you much. Mean it. Let's do it on Tuesday again. <laughs>